you positive heads. Welcome to a very special episode dedicated to none other than you, the pea heads themselves. I am your pea head enthusiast and hostess for the day, Alexa Hauser. I have been blessed to have the experience of helping out with Positive Head social media for the better part of a year. And through my digital interactions, I began to realize, as did Brandon, that we have some incredible beings listening to the show who are taking the information that Brandon puts out through the podcast and using it to transform their lives and create wonderful things. You listeners are all a huge, huge part of the life force that propels this show forward through time and space and we think it's time to bring forth some of you beautiful reflections and delve a little deeper into this collection of energy that is the positive head community so as we shine the spotlight on our listeners what we'll have them do is share their stories of how they attracted positive head into their life the transformation it's facilitated for them and what they're focused on creating now that they're in a more positive head space Also, this episode of the Positive Head Podcast is being brought to you thanks to the support of Gaia. If you're not familiar, Gaia is the go-to source for streaming consciousness content online. And you can sign up for your first month for only 99 cents at Gaia.com slash Positive Head. That's spelled G-A-I-A dot com slash Positive Head. Check it out. Hello, all you positive heads. On this week's P-Head Posse episode, our guest is positive head listener, Lindsay Goody. Lindsay is a women's transformation coach at the Goot Life in San Francisco. She specializes in guiding aspiring coaches and light leaders to embody confidence in their leadership and discover clarity in their soul's mission. She is a writer, high viber, yogi, pioneer on the path of positivity, radical self-love and awakening, and a lifelong student at the School of the Universe. Hi, Lindsay. Welcome to the show. Hi, Alexa. Thank you so much for having me. So excited to be here. Yeah, me too. I'm excited to have this convo. You actually, it's funny, um, you, 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 one of your friends like fast tracked you to uh, get on this segment by recommending you. Yeah, she really did, um, which was just pretty amazing. I was actually researching you guys and how to reach out to you and of course, synchronistically at that moment, she sent me a text and said, all right, Lynn, you know, don't be upset in any way, but I submitted you to the positive heads and they just reached back. And I was, I was jumping up and down outside of a coffee shop. It was pretty, pretty beautiful moment right there. So I love, I love it. I love how things work like that. And um, yeah, well, why don't you tell us just a little bit about yourself, maybe share, you know, your story and, and just kind of how you got to where you are now. Yeah, of course. Okay. Um, so my story. So my journey, you know, of like awakening and spirituality and of course, finding the positive heads along the way, it kind of became a, became a thing about a year ago. Um, and it's what I call like my bathroom floor moment. <laughs> I think mm-hmm. we've all had one of those a time or two in our life. <laughs> I think um, I can imagine what that really is. A, right. I mean, it's, it's, yeah, you don't really want to imagine, but yeah. you can kind of energetically put yourself there if you have to. But it was really a time in my life when I, quote unquote, like had it all. You know, I had done everything right. I had gone to school. I had got the degree. I had gotten a six-figure salary job. I had the boyfriend, the apartment in the city. You know, I was like working this job in tech and I just like frequented my bathroom floor in the middle of the night all the time. And I mm. felt this really, really deep-seated, you know, unsettledness. And really, I was just in a place of just numbing and not understanding myself and not connected to a higher purpose and just going through the day-to-day motions. And I didn't really have a way out or an understanding of what was yearning for connection within me. And so, you know, it was a big time of escapism. And when that boyfriend said boyfriend broke up with me at the time, I remember it was the bathroom floor moment again, and I was laying there and I just really heard this voice and this calling within that just said, you know what, try and go meditate. And I hadn't meditated in years, like probably since high school. And I'd really just like shut off that spiritual world side of me. And so I did and I pulled open um, Insight Timer, the app that I'm sure a lot of people use. And I remember I did one that was called like meeting your high self. And I was like, oh, that sounds nice. Who is she? I like that. (laughs) So I pulled it open and I did it. And I just remember in that moment, 
you know, there was this thing where she, you had to call your high self into the room and then you had to call your rock bottom self into the room and have them speak to one another. And it was truly the most encompassed by, you know, just this feeling of, of love and support and comfort. And I'd never felt more cradled in anything in my life. And I just knew in that moment that I was going to be okay. And, you know, and seeing my high self and this woman, and she was in this like white flowy dress and this embodiment of light. And she was just such a badass, to be honest. And I knew that she was always a part of me and had always been dormant within. And I just knew in every way that I was going to be okay, and that I could take care of myself and that I was a strong, empowered woman within. So in that moment, it was a really beautiful awakening for me. And I knew that that was what I was supposed to do and how I was really supposed to help gift women discover this within themselves. And an impact I was supposed to make. So, you know, growing up in my household, it was, I mean, it was a beautiful home to grow up in. There was, there's no complaints in any way, but having a very stern and strict father figure and everything, I really felt safe in a space of keeping myself very small and very hidden, you know, not using your voice. And it's a very common thing in women to, to feel safe in keeping themselves small. And so it was kind of like at that moment, I began to unravel all of the layers of her that I had hid behind, you know, and, mm-hmm. and just in the smallest ways, like I just realized every day I would wear really baggy clothing and I would, you know, not talk in conversations, even though I had all these ideas. And so then I started to just kind of put myself out there in like an inspirational way and try and help other women discover this high self within and really try and tap into their own inner power and use their own own inner voice. And I mean, the results and the women that reached out to me, it was just so affirming that this is so necessary for us to be able to guide each other in our own light um, and stand in our own light and help other women, you know, step into that themselves. So yeah, um, in terms of coaching and how I got there, it was really like an onion of evolution. I started in health and wellness and I really held the paradigm still back then that like skinny meant healthy. And that was, you know, the (laughs) key ticket to making me happy. And then, you know, as time went on, it turned into more of life coaching and it was more, okay, we need to focus on relationships and finances and that kind of thing. And then even the onion went deeper and, you know, it became transformation coaching, which is more, it focuses so much on energetics and our spiritual beings and Really, really, it's more of a collective conscious um, mindset than it is just like personal um, what you're doing. So, yeah, lots of evolving. And now I actually am a coach for coaches. <laughs> so wow. it's constantly, yeah, it's, it's a growth thing all the time. And it's a really beautiful path. And, you know, it's a journey every day to make sure that you're transcending your ego in this field. And you're not like, oh, it's me, me, me. And I want people to look at me. It's more so like you have to always be in touch with the woman out there who is just a collection and a collaboration and a connection of you, you know, so it's, mm-hmm. it's understanding that. So yeah, coming from a place of love from that really, really lo- rock bottom, low space and helping women to not feel alone there as well and learn how to tap into their high selves is definitely the mission at this point. <laughs> mm, that's beautiful. It was a beautifully told story as well. And I was, I feel like I was right there with you, like on the bathroom floor and, you know, like watching you <laughs> oh. have, have the realizations and, you know, it's, it's really amazing. Like it really occurred to me while you were talking about that, that it, it I mean, we say this all the time, but it, it just really is hitting me right now. It's like, how how powerful these really dark moments are for us. It's because <clears throat> it forces us to do some, to do essentially the only thing that, that gives us any real answers to begin with that we're not willing to look at before these very dark moments when we have nowhere else to turn. It's like it forces us to go within and it forces us to have a, a an openness and a belief in, in something more than ourselves and something more than this 3D reality. You know, it's you reminded me of this time. Um, I don't think it was my darkest time, but it was a dark time where I, all of this stuff was compiling. And I remember I just kind of had this breakdown and I cried for so long. And, and it was like, um, and it was like something, something in me just had a knowing that I had to change, you know, and I've had several of these, you know, moments and I'm sure we all have, but, um, Mm -hmm. you know, it's, it's, 
it's so beautiful when you actually think about what those moments do for us, um, what those moments provide for us, which we're like I said, we're just kind of not willing to uh, to open in that way until we kind of have nowhere else to go. But at, from that point, then it's like we have this knowing that there is, like you said, we, there is this other we do have support. We always have support. We always have that place to turn. Um you know, and, uh, and, and the other thing that was popping up for me was it, it truly, so I'm an EFT practitioner and part of, part of, uh, what I do in my sessions sometimes is tell you know, if someone has, let's say like when they were younger, they, um, felt really like they had a situation like a trauma situation where, um, they felt really abandoned or they were bullied or something like that. Um, you know, sometimes what I'll do is have them do a visualization where they go back in time to their younger version of themselves. And I tell them to have a conversation with themselves as their future self, like go back and literally present themselves to the younger version of themselves and tell and, and sit there and ask them what's going on. Like be like, hi, you know, it's me. What, what's happening here? Um, you know, and, and, and actually listen and actually expect them to talk to you and have a conversation. And it's always amazing to me the results of this type of visualization because I think half of my clients um, are always kind of like, okay, I'll try it, but like, I don't, you know, I don't, I don't really expect yeah. anything, anyone to talk about. Yeah, I don't expect any mm-hmm. to get any answers here, but they're all, it's <laughs> usually pretty powerful and like 90% of the time they do get a strong answer back from the younger version of themselves. Who's been sitting there waiting to, 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 to say something to someone, to vent to someone, to, to tell someone what's going on, you know? And, um, and so that was just kind of, uh, popping up for me when you were talking about the meditation with, you know, your higher self and your rock bottom self and, and having a conversation Mm -hmm. between the two, it's like these selves, these, these versions of ourselves are real. Like they're, they're, they exist. And when you, you go into whether you want to call it like, you know, the, I don't know what you want to call it, like 5D or, or just your, 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 the amount, you're an imagination space. Like that's a real space, you know, that's a real space mm-hmm. where versions of yourself are existing. And it's pretty powerful to actually imagine these versions of yourself and, and have conversations with them because you'll get some real answers. Yeah, no, I couldn't agree more. And I think a lot of it goes along you know, just what was coming up for me when you were saying that is this idea behind time hopping and people who, excuse me, people who really do that. And sometimes when you think about yourself in that rock bottom moment, when you were laying on the ground, it's like, what changed in you to help you pick yourself back up? And maybe in reality or not reality, however you want to look at it, it really was you energetically in the room with yourself in the future state, holding yourself up, saying, you're okay, you're going to get through this. I love you. You're stronger than you know. Um, and just along the lines of, you know, darkness and we're just taught for so long to be afraid of our darkness within and afraid of feeling sad or having those down moments. But you're so right in that those are the moments that are just so beautiful and so awakening. And there is such a release and like such a warm wash over that comes once you're able to finally give in to that. And then, yeah, I think that is you just being cradled by something that's greater and, you know, something that you can't see, but you can only feel and know. And I'm so grateful that I ended up on that floor, you know, because it's, yeah. it's led me to understand the depths and, and to lots of great places. So, yeah. You know, speaking of that, like this week, that's basically been the theme of my week this week. I've just been on a roller coaster of ride. Course. Yeah, right. Okay. It's perfect. Um, <laughs> I've been on a roller coaster ride of like basically all my shadows coming up very like more Mm. intense than ever before. And, um, you know, something I've been talking about on the show the past couple of weeks is like that. I, uh, a couple of weeks ago, I decided finally that I was going to deal with this debt that I'd been avoiding because I like literally didn't know how to process it until recently. Like I literally didn't even know how to do anything about it because I just was so fearful, like for so long. So, It's something I've been dealing with. And as I've decided to start dealing with it, it's like um, I've kind of opened the door to a lot of other things that are, you know, clearly like related to those same types of feelings of, uh, 
you know, I think debt is like an energetic type of representation of a lot of things. Um, and mm-hmm. um, it, it's it's like, and so in one way, part of this week, I've been feeling like, oh my gosh, there's so <laughs> much here that I have not dealt with. Oh, and it's so dark and it's so heavy at times. But something that I've come to realize is, you know, in opening the door to this and in saying, hey, this is really scary, but I'm willing to deal. I want to do something about it. I'm will. I want, you know, I'm calling in the answer to this now. It's in feeling uh, the, the, the parts of us that are hurting or the parts of us that are there in this darkness, right? It's in saying, I want to feel these feelings. I want to feel my feelings. I'm open to feeling my feelings that then we actually... Um, you know, allow in more of what we want, right? Because it's like, I, I realized by blocking these things out that I didn't want to feel by putting this wall up and saying, no, like, I'm, I'm not going to think about you. I'm not even going to acknowledge you. I'm not going to allow you into my experience. Well, that wall, it, it's not uh, exclusive. You know, it's not like, oh, I'm just going to wall <laughs> off this thing I don't want. It's like, that was just a wall up around my heart in general. So it's like realizing that as I take down this wall and as I actually feel these feelings that are pretty intense, I'm also though like letting down the wall and allowing and now allowing in more of what I do want to see of what I have been asking for and what I've been blocking unconsciously by trying to block out these other things. You know, it's like we can't pick what we block. We can't we can't say I block you and nothing else. It's like when you block something, you're you're resonating with the vibration of blocking like you're you're blocking a lot. You know, so it's it's absolutely it's that realization that when you deal with these things, you also unlock the doors to a lot of things you've been looking for that you haven't been able to call in because you've had this wall up. Oh my gosh, that's so true. You cannot selectively block. You really can't choose, okay, I want to feel this, but I don't want to feel that. You really have Mm -hmm. to be able to, it's the light and the dark and it Mm -hmm. it has to all come through. And I I feel you on the shadow work this week. There is some heavy stuff going on right now. (laughs) And a lot of it is being swirled up and coming to the surface. But, you know, old me used to be afraid and used to try numb and used to not want to embrace any of that. And now it's, it's like I, not that I enjoy it. I don't think anyone enjoys it, but it just brings you to such a greater, deeper understanding of self and also just such a strength of self that, you know, you can get through any of these blocks and any of these pains and they're not going to destroy you. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. And I love that, that you're, you're opening up to all of it and letting it all rush through because then, you know, you'll experience such heightened levels of also just love and that dropping into the unconditional vibration of you know, that light and things that are things that are really going to raise you and help elevate you. So exactly. Incredible. It's it's like, it's like, even just energetically, it's like, you know, for the past few months, I've been like, why don't I have more energy? Like, I want more creative energy. And it's Mm -hmm. in in this realization of, well, because you've been cutting it off, because there's been areas of your life where you've been like, I won't go there. And I won't allow that in. So therefore, there's no flow like there, you're literally restricting the flow. And so it's just that this understanding that it's also something I think you said uh, just earlier in the the interview about, or I think you mentioned this, how um, it really is true that like our light is proportional to, to our light is proportional to the darkness that we're willing to feel like our, our capacity for light is proportional to the capacity of darkness that we're willing to acknowledge and face and, uh, and accept as part of ourselves. You know, it's like a, it's like a wave. Mm-hmm. It's like the peak is proportional to the valley. And, um, and so, yeah, it's really, yeah. And, yeah, it's it's cool. It's cool <laughs> to realize. It's cool to realize your triggers are your treasures, people. And um, so, you know, embrace them. Embrace them. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think one of the biggest statements that resonated with me is things do not happen to you. They happen for you. And just mm-hmm. trying to find some nugget of wisdom or understanding or good, you know, in every single situation that comes up. I mean, it just it's not a reflection of you in any way. It's just you have to learn how to take something from it. Mm. You know, and I've had a couple of things in my life recently leave me in a sense um, and not in horrible ways, but I've had, you know, some things leave and it just like brings back all of these shadows of not enoughness and, and all of these mm. things. And my ego is just trying so hard to keep me chained to this, you know, negative vibration and feeling separate and feeling less than. 
And it is a daily effort to make sure that I, you know, return to this like love-based embodiment within myself. And I'm like, no, this is exactly what I'm supposed to be understanding. And it really is for your highest when these things come up and come forward. So keeping that in mind, it's, it's not always easy, you know, when you're <laughs> in yeah. your tears or down, but it's, yeah. it's really important to stay focused. Yeah, totally. You know, something that actually I feel like free, you know, helped me understand that a lot more just in the past 24 hours is um, another listener on the show. And I just released uh, a podcast that we've been working on. And, um, you know, we've been working on this podcast for a few months now, like we connected through the show. And um when the the thing was, I was like so excited about creating this podcast, right? Because it was like every, mm-hmm. everything I'm obsessed with. She's a she's been a psychic medium since she was five. Like, um, so the whole podcast is about like like we have an interview with Gandhi. We have like just all kinds of like metaphysical Love things. That. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. very, very, very like out there, but in a great way. Like she's talking to like an Arcturian being, like all kinds of things, and um. So I've been really excited about creating it, but all of a sudden it came time to launch it this week and I kind of freaked out because I was like, wait a minute, this is like, (laughs) this is like, like in positive heads, it's totally cool. Like it's totally, Mm -hmm. I I can say anything to positive heads and that's totally fine. But when it comes to actually um, promoting this to my personal network, suddenly I was like, wait, this is like coming out of the closet. This is like. This is like um, saving scene. Yes. This is like me telling people, I believe that I'm talking to an alien. I believe that I'm talking to Gandhi. Like, and, and <laughs> knowing that like there are some people that are going to be like, uh, you know, but, um, but definitely it was very symbolic of me being seen. And I realized that. And I, cause when, so anyway, we, we launched it. And at first I just promoted it to positive heads who it was super well received. But then, and I was like, okay, that's good. I did it. And in my meditation, I got this message that was like, no, you didn't do it because you, you're still hiding. Like if you did it, mm. then you, you wouldn't, you wouldn't be selective about where you're putting this. You would just post it like you post anything else. So if you want to receive everything that you've dreamed of for this podcast, which I've dreamed of a lot, like I can see a lot happening with this. If you want to receive then you need to stop hiding because you're never going to receive if you're literally, again, blocking off certain areas of like who can and can't see this. Right. And and um, and anyway, so yesterday I just like took a deep breath and was like, OK, and I just got creative with it and and posted like a funny little like video basically announcing it. And um, and what do you know, like all these people came out of the woodwork from my personal network who were like, this is awesome. I'm so into this. And, um, and as that happened, it freed up all of this energy for me. Like I, this morning I woke up and I have more energy than I have had in probably years. I'm like dancing by myself. I'm like, and I realized (laughs) I'm like, it's because it's because I've finally allowed that part to flow. Like I finally allowed that, Mm -hmm. that, that part of my life to open up and I don't care anymore. And I'm just saying this is who I am. And like you said, allowing myself to be seen. So I think that's it's a really important um, piece of all of this is is allowing yourself to be seen. Um, And yeah, I don't know. Sorry. (laughs) No, it's it's beautiful. You really are going through a lot of um, right now, like you said, with selectively blocking, you know, and selectively choosing who gets to see this part of me. And like you said, you were cutting yourself off to this greater flow of abundance. And just because you were like feeling that fear, that's something that I work so much with on my clients and the women that I work with is I'm always like, okay, what is this deep seated fear that you are really grasping onto? And how can we just move straight into it? Because that is exactly where you're most, that's you and your greatest essence, you know, like that is you seeing yourself in your light of your high self, but you're being terrifying to step into that because then you're in a full state of vulnerability. And it's like, all right, I'm going for it. I'm not holding back at all. I'm putting myself out there. And honestly, yeah. the fear of being seen, it's, it's not really even about the podcast, you know, and it's not about you. It's more so like things that you're holding on to, like from past pains and, you know, from like how you said the childhood things that you hold on to and those insecurities, it's like, that's where the fear roots from. So mm. inherently being able to step back in your room with yourself in that childhood place when you were first hurt from being seen that's what's going to heal that and then you can dive more straight into the flow state just naturally 
Um, so it's it's all the inner work. It's all the beautiful inner work and I love it. No more selectively blocking. Just go into that flow, girl. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And what you said about when you see a fear, like that popped into my head too this morning. It's like, instead of running from your fear, you run towards it. Like you go right into it. Like you dive Mm -hmm. right into that because it's, it's now it's now you can see it as an indicator instead of being like, Oh no, there's a fear. It's like you say, Oh yes, there's a fear. And I'm going to go straight into that (laughs) because I know that that is where it's more energy is hiding you know totally yeah come out on the other side and it's just like also it's every day doing something that you can I know it sounds cheesy but like outside of the comfort zone or even like pattern disrupting to put yourself in a little bit of an unshaky place so that you just build up that like core rock of inner strength if you are like you know, something as simple as like waking up on the other side of your bed, you know, so you just yeah. feel a little bit like, okay, this is a disrupt in my life or taking a different way to work. So you can, you know, start to move through these miniature fears almost so that you're more stable and ready to just go head on into the big ones. And then like you, what happened to you? It was so affirming. Like people were welcomed it with open arms. I want to listen to that podcast. <laughs> Sounds amazing. Yeah, I would love if you do. <laughs> yeah, but that, girl. But what you said is so, uh, so true. You know, that, that just uh, resonated so deeply for me. It's like, because when we what you're talking about, about making new, like just, just going a different way to work or just waking up on a a different side of the bed. Um, it's like these small little change ups help our brains, um, not just go into automatic. Well, it's the same day over again. Mm Oh, everything's the same. It's like just setting your mind, uh, in, in a way to, to understand that like things are changing all the time. Even if they're little, I'm doing this differently. I'm doing this differently. And it makes you more able to accept change and to, embrace change and to love change and I really like that that's that's good that's powerful so um going going back to your coaching um you know there are a lot of I I'm pretty positive there are a lot of coaches in this uh listening to this podcast um so Mm -hmm. what do you want to like talk a little bit about what you do with your clients since you're already kind of mentioning that like uh or like who you look to work with or yeah yeah of course um who I work with is pretty, it's women who are like aspiring coaches or they're usually within their first year of coaching. And the reason being is I just met so many women in this field who are like, you know, I have this strong desire and this urge to empower other women and to help them step into their own light. And they're like, but I can't seem to get through my own fears and my own blocks and my own distrust. And so, you know, I just, I realized that there's a big need for women who want to step into this space of empowerment and embodied leadership, but don't yet have like the tools or the inner work or a space to do so. Um, so actually right now I'm in the process of promoting a, it's a group program. It's called Luminous Soul Mastermind and it's enrolling and it starts in August. And again, it's for coaches, light leaders, healers, women who really want to embody that leadership and you know, they have to break through their limiting beliefs and their blocks. And they also need clarity around like who they want to serve and how they want to serve and how they want to show up in the world as a coach. Like what is their vision and their mission? Mm -hmm. Um, You know, and then also really, of course, that's all the whole feminine embodiment side and it's beautiful and it's fluid, but then they also need the masculine strategy as well. So in terms of like your social media platforms and your financial strategy, so getting those all in line as well so that they feel that type of security and sort of groundedness within the energy. Um, It's really exciting and it's beautiful. Yeah. It's a group program. So there's like private Facebook community and like support coaching and live coaching calls and content and workbooks and videos. So all of that starts in August. And yeah, that's what I'm working on at the moment. I love that. Mm -hmm. I've, you know, it's funny. This is another (laughs) synchronicity right before uh, we got, on this uh, interview, um, I was talking to Ambi, my co-host on the podcast, and I was like, I got like I was feeling so good this morning and suddenly I got this hit, which I know, you know, it feels it was like an idea that dropped into my mind. It was like, we need to do group intentions like we really need to start working with group mm. intentions right now because um you know, part of something that I've been, when I was doing my EFT training, part of the coursework that we were doing was about group intentions, how powerful they are, um, how powerful it is when you're in a group. And, you know, I've always been fascinated by uh, masterminds as well. And actually, could you Mm -hmm. explain, could you like explain just for people listening, what is a mastermind? Because um, I think, I think a lot of people are very curious about it, but don't really understand like what that means. 
Yeah, no, of course. I didn't really know the word either. It kind of intimidated <laughs> me at first. So um, it's really a group of women and then one to two coaches. And it's the group of women all have the same collective vision and pretty much same collective direction. And they really need to, you know, learn from each other in this cohesive way where they get the confidence of being together in the group. And then they also get this transformational, like inner peace where they do a lot of the inner work and then they're able to express that to one another. So, I mean, like the elements, the actual features that it looks like are it's the private Facebook group of the women. So that's like the tribe. And then, of course, the content. So you get like weekly videos, workbooks, meditations. Um, that's the on your own personal development. And then the coaching is where you meet three to four times a month. And that's for live group coaching calls. That's like laser focus. And of course, those are so beautiful and transformative. I mean, it's like tears and breakthroughs and, you know, celebrations. And mm. so it's really just working towards a common goal. And, you know, in Luminous Souls case, it's starting your coaching practice or stepping into a new level of being a coach, um, you know, in terms of your own power and your own confidence. And yeah, that's, that's what a mastermind is. That's what I got. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, no, it's great. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, I mean, like from my perspective, it's like in general, it's just like a group, a group that's like you said, all focused on the same general direction, but that's benefiting mm-hmm. from each other as they all grow together. Like they, they harness the power of the group, which uplevels everyone, which then brings, which, which uplevels everyone, like everyone benefits, right? From that. that exactly. Group. Yeah. 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 And it's more like, I remember the first um, mastermind I did, it was like a year ago and I'm still friends with like five of the 15 women very closely because you just evolve at such a rapid rate together and you just form these incredible bonds. And like you said, it's really powerful. And we were all on different missions. I mean, at the time I was a health coach. One woman was a sexual empowerment coach. Another one was a soul alignment coach. And so it's, it's all women on a mission to, you know, help raise the collective, but in their own ways and navigating their own waters. But doing that inner work is you connect so much on those levels. Yeah. It's, yeah. yeah, there's actually something that I'm working on that I'll have to I'll have to mention to you once we we get off the call because not ready to Ooh. talk about it publicly yet, but it's very in the same line. <laughs> Girl, release the blog. Yeah, <laughs> release the blog. Oh no, it's not that I'm blocked to it. It's just not ready to. Um, okay. It's not ready for the public yet. Um, just because we're we're in the yeah yeah, but but I'll have to talk to you about that. I think you'll be interested. Um. But awesome. Okay, cool. Well, wait. So if anyone is interested in joining that course, where would they sign up? Where would they find you? Yeah, so best way, honestly, would be through Instagram. Um, right now, it's the underscore goot. So G-O-O-T underscore life. Um, there's a ton of information on it, like on the daily on there. And then if not, my website is thegootlife.co and there's a contact form page on there. So those are the two best ways to get in touch and just like, hi, what's up? Heard about Luminous Soul Mastermind. Want to learn a little more and and I'll take care of the rest. Awesome. Awesome. That's great. So, um, so what, like from your perspective is one thing that every positive head could benefit from knowing or understanding as they continue on their own journey? Hmm. I love this question. It's <laughs> beautiful. <too. laughs> um, I would say something at least that I really needed to know, especially when I did find positive heads, was just that you are not alone and you are never alone. And that truly you are always being guided, whether it's through a community of people or just your connection to source or, you know, this complete unconditional love that exists within you and like a high self you know, you're never alone. And there's always that well of love within you that you can tap into. And something along those lines, too, I really think is crucial. Understand is this like we talk about this idea of a high self and striving to be them and attaining to be them. But truly, like being a high self is really accepting your shadows. And it's accepting, again, that dark and light dichotomy within. And so many of the women that I work with attach so much shame to like certain parts of themselves, right? They split themselves off in these different ways, thinking like, Oh, this part of me is, you know, like a yogi, green juice, spiritual girl, and she deserves so much love and she's so achievement driven. And then they have these like wilder kind of, you know, more, um, I, I, I don't even know the right word to use, but just a wilder side to them. And they attach all of this shame and guilt to that part of them. And mm. they really create this incongruency within 
and they're unable, even when they're living in one area of themselves, to feel whole and to feel complete. So they're constantly ping-ponging back and forth. And, it's you know, guilt and shame really are the lowest vibrational things. Guilt, shame, and blame are the lowest vibrational ones that we can cling to and that we can hold to. So it's really important for women, I think, to understand that no part of you is wrong. Every part of you is there for your highest. And, you know, that high self is really being able to come into full alignment with those and become into like acceptance of all of that. So, you know, if you're, I, I used to think because I was like a little bit of a wild woman with my girlfriends and I went out and I had fun, <laughs> but I couldn't be like this spiritual soul sister as well. And that's just not the case. You know, people need to learn to come into full acceptance of all parts of themselves. So that's what I would recommend. Absolutely. That's so powerful. And that's another synchronicity, of course, with like something that I was realizing this morning. So like before when I was waking up making coffee, like I said, I was feeling so powerful this morning, so good this morning, so much energy. And I suddenly got this impulse to listen to this music that um, I haven't listened to in like... Four years at least. And the so I had so like six or seven years ago, I had this company and it was it was a company that started right in the beginning of like the electronic dance music craze, which now has basically turned into like pop music. But when it started, it was, um, you know, like a subculture. And I was like right there in the beginning of the subculture. And it was such it, it was such an exciting time because it was like this you know, I wasn't into spirituality at that point. Um, and I think getting into this music was kind of my intro to like w- what would eventually lead me to, to, to discover my spirituality because this, com- this community of people who love this type of music was like all about freedom and expressing yourself mm. and love, unconditional love and, and, and letting go and like letting go of society, like what society says and just like being in the state of love basically through this music. And, um, and the like the community was what inspired me to start this company and I, you know it 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 blew up in its first couple of years and all this stuff all this stuff happened with this company i've talked about this before on the podcast but um but then towards the end of the company i like towards the end of like 4 years i got really i got really worn out and really felt really stuck and felt really um like like this like what I had created was too much or something because this company turned into like an events company and basically this like whole crew of people was around all the time. And the whole company was based on this like wild lifestyle. And it was amazing. Like it was like looking back on it, I'm like, wow, like that was amazing that like we created that, like we created this like truly like a lifestyle brand and it would inspired people to just like be themselves and just like have fun and just love life, you know? And, um, but I remember at the time I saw it as a threat. I saw it as a threat to my relationship. I saw it as a threat to myself, my stability. I saw it as because I didn't understand like any of the things I understand now. I just kept seeing that things were like wild and out of control. And I felt like I was to blame for it or something, you know? And so now looking back, I see all the ways that I slowly started shutting that part of myself down, like until I couldn't even mm-hmm. listen to that music anymore. Like I couldn't even listen to oh. it because I was so like not resonating with that vibration anymore. And it hurt, like it hurt every time I would listen to it. Cause it felt like it would bring back all those memories and, 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 and all the blockages that I put up to it. So this morning I was like, like I said, I was feeling so much energy and I was like feeling so good and so powerful. And suddenly I got the impulse to go back and listen to this music. Music that I haven't listened to in years. And it was like this other part of me suddenly came out. It was like it came right back. And it was like, hey, I've always been here, just like waiting to come back out. What's up? Um, and and you know, as soon as it came back, there was a, these, there was a few pangs of like, you know, I I I became the observer in my mind. I, I became the observer of like what's going on here, like what what is my mind saying about this? Because I really wanted to like embrace this as it came up. And I, you know, I felt some pangs of guilt and I was like, mm, what's that about? And I felt some pangs of shame and I was like, what's that about? You know? Um, and, but, 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 but it didn't really matter. Like it just became something that was interesting to me that like, oh, okay, there's some stuff there. There's some stuff there that isn't true. It's not the truth. It's just stuff that I've associated with this that I, you know, I can, I have ways of transmuting and, 
accepting and moving past and dealing with. But, you know, uh, for the most part, just being back in that music and being back in that energy, I realized like, again, it was just further proof a further manifestation that I had unlocked all of this energy again. And that like my heart was opening to something that I'd closed off like a long time ago. And so, but anyway, what I'm saying is I did feel little pangs of like guilt and shame about this like wild side of me that was about to come out, you know? And then I was like, oh, that's why I locked it down. Cause like, I felt like it was too much before I felt like it was destroying things. I felt like it was wrong. I felt like I shouldn't be doing that stuff. And it's like, now I'm realizing this is the most powerful part of me that I need to realign with. And I need to embrace and just know that like, there's no shame. There's no there's no shame needed. It's like a beautiful thing, you know? Absolutely. And recreating that bond with that yeah. part of you is so important. I love that it just was presented into your conscious mind all of a sudden. Hey, I should listen to this music. Just like probably in there saying, I've been calling out to you for a while. I've been waiting for you to tap back into me and, yeah. and to release any of that unnecessary charge that you're putting on me. Totally, totally. Okay. And, and okay. totally. And those parts of us, you know, those parts of us that are connected to like our deepest passions, it's like, um, I think those are the parts of us that are so easily, um, those are the parts of us that are like the most susceptible to the shame, right? Because it's like the most vulnerable part of us too. It's like our true mm-hmm. desires, you know, like our true joy. And it and and you know, in our society, it's like we've been so ingrained or we've been so indoctrinated to think that feeling good is actually bad, right? Like that if we yeah. if, we're, if we're having a great time and we're partying, you know, and we're celebrating that actually that, you know, we should be working, we should be being more responsible. We should be and in actuality, it's like all our power comes from feeling amazing feel, feel like from celebrating mm-hmm. celebrating our lives right so it's like you know i think that's what we're working as a collective right now to filter out of our uh our belief system you know and it's it's a yeah. tough one it's a tough one but like it's happening and you know this experience that i had this morning was proof of that for me like okay i'm finally ready to like come back to this so uh. yeah. Beautiful. I love it. Yeah. And it's so true that we are really trying to work that out of our, you know, subconscious so deeply ingrained. And when we're in our play states and in our states of just pure fun and joy, it's like that's what's magnetizing and that's what really creates a positive ripple effect. And that's why, you know, for a long time I was so worried about being so positive and so light bearing and whatnot as a coach. And I kind of almost held it as a shadow and I thought it made me a little weak because I didn't have this deep darkness to me, but I realized that people truly need that joyful energy and they need to catch on to that because it's a part of them as well. That I think we've all learned to shut down. We've all learned to silence a lot in order to be more serious and more professional and, Mm. you know, get things done. But just like you were saying in terms of celebration energy and dropping into that, it's like the reasons why a lot of the time that we go to achieve and why we're achievement driven and that whole part of us is that so we can drop into celebration energy and so that we can kind of release and that's the end goal is just really to feel more joyful and so to make it wrong again it's just creating that internal incongruency and never feeling whole in any part of ourselves so it's yeah. yeah, working. working. Mm-hmm. I love, I love, you know, you bring up such a powerful um, point. It's like, it's like, we don't even, we're not even conscious of that a lot of the times. It's like, why are we doing what we're doing when we're trying to solve problems <laughs> all the time? And we're trying, it's like, we don't even think about it. We don't even stop and say, Hey, what, what, it, why am I working so hard at this? Or why do I want this so bad? It's like, so that I can feel awesome. And like, like you said, like party and celebrate and like be with my friends and laugh, you know? And it's like, well, so then why don't we just do that? And then everything else yeah. will, will come. I mean, I know that that part is something that people need to wrap their minds around or that's a little bit harder for people to understand right now. But like, it, you know, when you understand the law of attraction and you understand how the universe works, then you understand that instead of working your ass off and being miserable so that one day that you could maybe party for a second, it's like, why don't you find a way to celebrate now? Because that's what you're working towards anyway. And then 
everything else will manifest around it. Everything, it will be so easy to manifest the things that you want when you feel good because that's what must manifest. That's like law, you know? It's like whatever would happen if you were feeling... You you know what I'm saying. <laughs> so it's like... No, I, mean, I yeah. totally do. There was um, an Abraham quote I saw recently and she was talking about like, you know, when you go for your desires, struggle is not a necessary ingredient beforehand. She was like, because yes. no matter what, if you end up at your desire, you're at your desire. Who cares if you were struggling before right. or if you were in a state of joy and bliss and flow and, and embracing that desire. So I think it's so important to focus on, like you said, the things that we want and releasing any of that shame attached to it and just enjoying and being happy. I mean, it's so funny that we make it so complicated, but it really is simple when we can just make the choice and make the conscious choice for ourselves. Totally. And speaking of Abraham, yeah, they always say they're like, it is, it is so easy that it's insane. And that's why none of you do it because you literally (laughs) believe, you literally can't fathom how simple this is. Like, like, like all I have to do is feel good. Yeah, that's it. Like that is your job, (laughs) but you literally, that's the hardest thing for you. That is why you're here. Yeah, just make it so much harder. Yeah, <laughs> truly. And you know, um, and speaking of, um, you just said the word like decision, and that's <laughs> something that was coming through in my meditation this morning. It was like, you know, um, the most powerful thing you can do is just make a decision about what you want. Because I think so often we mm-hmm. think we're making decisions. We think we're like, I know what I want. I know what I want. But it's like, but are you, do you, do you really know? Like, are you really making a powerful decision and saying, this is what I want and I am determined to get it? Like, this is, this is where all of my energy is going right now, or this is what I am focused on making happen. It's like, um, you know, mm-hmm. it's like a lot of us say, well, I want this, but you know, as Abraham says as well, it's like, but then we say, but whatever, like, but this, but this, but this. And it's like, we might not even say that out loud where we might just not even consciously say that. Like, I really want this. And then in our head somewhere it goes, but you can't because this, this, and this. And it's like, so you're not actually making a decision there. You're just going back and forth and you're not really going anywhere and you're just spinning your wheels. And so it's like, I think one of the Mm -hmm. most important things that I've learned recently, it's like, if you want something, then you make a very powerful decision and say, this is what I want and this is what I'm going to make happen. And that's it. There's no but. There's no anything. That's it. And when you make that decision, literally all your energy will come and gather towards that one thing and your energy will be like focused towards a single point and it can come into your life very, very quickly when you make that decision. But if you're not making a powerful decision... Your energy is all over the place. It's going here, there, everywhere. It's like, and no wonder things don't yeah. manifest. No wonder, you know? So it's like, if you think you're making a decision, but nothing's happening, ask yourself, are you actually making a powerful decision about what you want? And are you actually like not providing any excuses? Like, like it's so powerful. And you could just decide and put everything towards that, you know? Absolutely. And then also when you make the decision, make sure that you are like very tuned in with yourself and that it's coming from a place of, not ego-based, but more like intuitive soul-based. Because a lot of the times when we make like decisions, it comes from sometimes a place of fear. And that's why we're like, but do I want to move forward with this? Something feels off. Something doesn't feel right. Mm. But if it's really, really coming from a place of like intuitive soul growth, like you very, very connected to source, knowing that that is like what you're supposed to do, then I love that. Just no buts, remove the buts, like no fear in it and just go for it. But really, really tapping into that soul's knowing, okay, is this coming from love or fear? Which way? Definitely, definitely. And you can feel that. Like you can feel like what Mm -hmm. fear it's coming from, right? Absolutely. Um, man, this has been, this has been so awesome. And I can't, time, time just keeps flying when I do these. Um, I love it. Yeah. Um, well, so is there anything else, uh, is there anything else you'd like to share before, before we, we wrap this up? Um, any like fun, uh, manifestation stories or or anything else you think is important for people to know? Honestly, like in terms of manifestation stories, getting on this podcast and the way that unfolded yeah. was just so divine and beautiful. And <laughs> I'm so grateful for it. And I think, you know, with this, like with the year ahead with people and with understanding, it's, it's a huge year for like creation and for people stepping into their own power. But I think it's important to remember that co-creation is so beautiful and it is so important. And, you know, leaning on the collective and, 
benefiting from each other and, you know, in this growth in this way of a most beneficial way to, to get us to the next place. So I think just everyone walks around and they're in their own world. And I am a lot of the time as well, but just don't be afraid to like lean and to need and to grow with one another. Um, cause, mm. cause that's a beautiful thing. So that's all. Well, yeah. That's I what love, I got. <laughs> I love that. That's so true. That's so true. And also like people, you know, I think we have the perception sometimes that like, oh, I don't want to burden this person with this thing or I don't want to ask this of anyone. And it's like people like to help, you know, like people like, love. To, like to feel need- Yeah, love to feel needed and love to feel connected. And so, you know, ask for ask for help or ask for partnership or, you know, ask connect, connect because people want to connect. Mm-hmm. So I love that. That's yeah, beautiful. The more. Yeah, the more we move into that, it's like the more that we're doing exactly what we're supposed to do here. Yes, definitely. Oh, well, Lindsay, this was so awesome. I'm so happy uh, we connected in the the magical way that we did. And um, yeah, if if any of you guys are listening and, um, you know, uh, Lindsay's mastermind, uh, what was it? The Luminous Soul? Yep. Luminous Soul Mastermind. Luminous Soul (laughs) Mastermind sounded appealing to you, which I'm sure it did because it definitely sounded appealing to me. Um, Definitely reach out to her. And uh, yeah, Lindsay, until next time. See you later. Thank you so much, Alexa. You're amazing. Oh, you're amazing too. (laughs) Bye. All right. Bye, girl. That's it for this week's episode. If you're a listener with a story to share and are interested in being featured on a future episode of this special series, you can email me at alexa at positivehead.com. Also, if you're craving more consciousness elevating content, be sure to check out Gaia, which is the go-to source for streaming consciousness content on the web, where you can stream an incredible 7,000 plus exclusive videos covering 5,000 years of wisdom. As you all hear Brandon constantly say, it's a daily conscious effort to maintain an elevated vibration. And if you're looking to journey deep down the rabbit hole to do so, then Gaia is the best place we know of to do it period. And you can sign up for your first month for only 99 cents at Gaia.com slash positive head. That's spelled G-A-I-A dot com slash positive head. Check it out. Otherwise, tune in next Friday for another P-Head Posse episode. And until then, as Brandon always says, journey well.